This is the Do You Cash Flow podcast, the place to learn a variety of ways that everyday people like you cash flow, with your hosts, Luke Barber and Kyle Balif. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and share it with someone you feel would benefit from it. All right, we're back for another episode of Do You Cash Flow. Today we have Luke again, today to talk about his again. primary business. <laughs> Talk about his primary business of how he built a website. Which really doesn't sound that exciting. No, it doesn't, but you built a business upon it. Yeah. It generates passive income for you, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Yes, thousands so, of dollars a month. So take it away. Tell us a little bit about that. All right, well, yeah, so I say it doesn't sound that exciting because anymore these days, there's lots of commercials that I see out there that are like, Build a website, build a website. We have all these templates. You can be up and running over the weekend in five minutes, in 10 minutes, whatever. And and that's all fine and dandy. But the big thing that, uh, so when I started my website about 10 years ago, uh, it was 2010, right? It was actually on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It was pretty awesome. And uh, so this whole time I was thinking to myself, okay, well, I'd been, I'd been commuting back and forth to work. I was listening to the radio, and I just kept hearing all these reports of all these companies that were getting millions and millions of dollars invested in them. And I thought, that's, that's cool, I just, but I don't understand it. I don't understand how, how or why this is happening. Uh, you have to understand, my background is not in business. It, it's in speech therapy and, or speech-language pathologies, the more... Uh, technical term but anyway uh so i was i was just like i just i don't understand how how does it work so i started doing some research and i i came across at the time it was called site build it and site build it had a key component to it that said well basically their their pitch to people who were interested in paying for their service was anybody can build a website which is very true uh, especially nowadays there's lots of different website builders that you can use for free even and their pitch was, but we'll teach you how to build a web business. And I thought, well, what's the difference? And the difference is, is that anybody can build a website, but your website is only as valuable as the traffic to it and the people who are buying your products. That was very intriguing to me because the whole time I was thinking to myself, how do you get people to a website? Other than, you know, I understand, you know, advertising, you know, you go on to TV, radio, billboards. I knew, I knew that much that you could pay a bunch of money to advertise in all those different types of mediums. But I thought, I'm just a single you know, person with this one website that's very specific to speech pathologists. That's what, I, that's what I decided I would do my website about. And I thought, how do I get somebody there? And then how do I make money with it? And so I started learning about it. And SiteBuildIt has an entire education component to it, which made it very much worth the money to me. And it was very little money, by the way. It was only about $30 a month. Or if you paid for a whole year, it was $300 a year. They'd give you two months free. I believe that's still the same today. And so I started learning how to build an audience through search engine optimization and through building valuable, relevant keyword focused content and what evolved from there was me building out content started getting picked up by search engines started getting traffic to the site and then i thought okay well now you know monetization always comes after you've built the value and so on and my original thought was i wanted to just put advertising on there and that was it 
and just I didn't want to have to do anything else other than build content and then make money passively by people clicking ads, looking at ads, viewing ads, whatever. That was that was my original vision for it because I'm lazy essentially and just want passive income without any other work after I've done or after I've put in previous work. Which so, is funny because this is exactly not that. This took you quite a long time to build. Yes, yes it did. It took me about five years before I quit my job. So I, like I said, I started in 2010 and then I worked and we, there was a lot that kind of went on during that five years. I, I, I could have done it sooner. I probably could have done it in like a year or two had I focused on it and I hadn't been moving and changing jobs and having kids and all these kind of things. Yeah. But you, you got what every entrepreneur has is they get distracted. They <laughs> see the next shiny object and are like, Oh, let me try this. Yeah. Oh, let me try this. Yeah. When in reality, if you had focused on that, you could have turned this one five years into one year. Yes, I I think yeah, probably a uh, well, it could have been a year to be like getting the traffic that I was getting, and then it may have been I don't know, maybe another six or twelve months for product development and all that kind of stuff. But yes, um, I did get a little bit, and and I did get distracted with a few things on top of you know the moving and the job changes and all that kind of stuff, and I I don't know, I think. I've thought more and more about being an entrepreneur and I, I, I strongly believe that probably most entrepreneurs have ADD <laughs> and I've, I've just recently come to grips with that. I'm pretty sure that's almost all of them. <laughs> I mean, that is what makes them entrepreneurs. They want to do one thing, they get bored of it, they go to the next thing. But I guess the thing that a lot of them, I'm not going to say all of them, but some of them, they get distracted with the next shiny object, the shiny object syndrome. Yeah. So it's just being able to focus long enough to build your business. Yes, and I'm I'm very I mean you could ask my wife. I'm very guilty of that. And that's okay. It's okay. Be proud of who you are. The question we're always asking on all our podcasts is do you cash flow? And the short answer to that is yes, I do. However, there's a caveat and that was is it took me about a year, well, yeah, probably about six months before I started making money on it. So I spent the first three months doing the learning and the education. So it was it took me three months before I even bought my URL. So here again, with all the website building sites out there that say, hey, build a website with us. And if you have another way to, to drive, you know, if you have a product that you're selling that you have enough margin on and whatever, that you can pay for advertising and all that, and you have all that in your strategy, that's fine. I didn't really have that. I just thought, hey, I want to make passive income. That was kind of my thought, and I wanted to quit my job. And so so I probably spent about three months learning, and then another three months or four months building content, and then I finally started getting, started getting picked up by uh, search engines. And then... Um, you know, I probably started making, you know, 10, 20, 50 bucks a month or whatever off of advertising and whatnot. And then one night I was talking to my wife and she said, well, if you ever, if you want to turn this into a full-time thing, if you want it to be something that replaces your current income, then you need to, we need to sell something. And I said, okay, what do you have in mind? So we brainstormed, we talked about a bunch of different things and she had mentioned uh, flashcards, digital flashcards early on. Let's back up real quick. Okay. So you have not mentioned what your website is and what it is. Okay. Can you tell me that real quick? Yes. Uh, the website is called Home Speech Home, uh, which will have no relevance to probably any entrepreneur ever, but you're very welcome to go check it out um, because it's it's primarily based. Well, that's not true because there are uh, entrepreneurs who have children uh, who 
might struggle with speech therapy related issues. So in that case, it would be relevant to you. But uh, <clears throat> the site is is basically content that I developed, my wife and I developed for speech therapists to use with students, well, speech therapists and parents and related professionals to use with children who have trouble with speech therapy. There's a lot of resources on there for that. And so it is, it is a very specific focused niche, which is what site, or excuse me, solo build it teaches you to do is to pick a niche and to, and to focus all your content and all the key, like do all the keyword research and then build an entire website around one specific topic. And that helps you get found by, by niching out. And if you've ever read or heard or listened to anything about building websites, especially ones that are content related, that, that everybody will tell you to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about, not on this episode, but on other episodes, I also have a YouTube channel that I run. And there's ways that people can do very well on YouTube by doing pretty much the same thing. It's just you're leveraging YouTube's audience versus starting from the ground up from nothing. We talked about a little bit about what this website is. It's a home speech home. It was kind of based on what your profession is. What does it take now to keep it running or what are you doing? For the most part right now, it depends on how much I want to make. So if I want to make more, then I could spend maybe five to 10 hours a week, maybe. Actually, it'd probably be more like five hours. Well, maybe like, honestly, two hours a week if I wanted to make more. Because if I wanted to run sales on my products on a weekly basis, I have a lot of my emails already pre-written and I, I use them and I reuse them over and over again and run these sales every every week or every other week or for Black Friday or whatever the case may be. But for the most part right now, it just kind of runs. It runs on its own. And then if I want to make a little bit extra, I can leverage my email list and and run a sale on one of my digital products. But bottom line is, oh yeah, I, I forget. I, I'm remembering where I'm coming back from. So when my wife and I said that we needed to make products, uh, we were going to make flashcards, but then I started looking into my data on Google Analytics. And in Google Analytics, it was showing all these people were coming from iPhones. And so I thought to myself, well, heck, I could, I could take all this content and I could put it in so people don't have to sit and scroll through a really long page and, and do all, you know, I, I thought of an app that I could put together that would allow people to access this content pretty quickly. So long story short, um, it's been about a year or no, I spent a, I spent a summer and about 2,500 bucks having this app. I designed it myself. It was very ugly and I had it developed. And in the first year it did a thousand percent sales. So I did $25,000 in sales from a $2,500 investment. And then I took the, I took the proceeds and I reinvested them to make it even better. And then, um, and I made it into, I, I paid for a professional designer and did all these different things and was able to uh, do probably double that the next year because it was much prettier and it had more features and this kind of thing. And so <clears throat> from there, I, I then developed the flashcards. We developed a few more products. Uh, I developed a store. And then pretty much right now I have, so I have two different sites that are, that make up Home Speech Home. The first site is the content site, which drives the traffic. My the the content site typically gets a hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand visitors a month, and and about five hundred to six hundred thousand page views a month, which means the average visitor looks at like two to three pages on the site. And so from that, I'm able to. So that's my traffic engine, and from my traffic engine, I'm able to then put my own 
ads on there for my own products that then redirects them to my store or re- redirects them to the app store to purchase my products. So let's hone in on that real quick. So how, how do you make your money from that? Um, obviously, you say it's passive, but how is it passive and what's your monthly income on this and where is it generated from? You talked a little bit about ads in the a little bit earlier and you've talked about the app purchase product. You created products to sell. So break those down on what are we making per each one of those? What are ads making us a month on, on average? I know it's different daily and our app sales, again, those change rapidly too, but what's our average sales for all of those? Break right. it down, each one. Okay, so for the ad sales, or sorry, for like ad clicks and money I was making on that, in the beginning I was making a lot more on that. And anybody who had a website that was running Google Google ads years ago, I mean, I may, may have made a couple hundred bucks a month. And then over time, that has slowly dwindled. And so I was only making, I mean, if I was to have, so I have a different ad product I can talk about uh, in a minute, but that I'm using right now. But um Last year this time with ads, I might've been making 150 bucks a month. I mean, it was terrible. And so I was always, so it was never a primary thing. Uh, and it was kind of off, you know, to the right on the right hand side of the site at the bottom, you know, it was the very last thing. It's like, okay, well, if you're not going to buy anything else, you're not interested in anything else. Here's this ad that, you know, you might be interested. You can click on, I'll make a little bit of money. So that's how much I'm, I was work. I was making with the ads. So the next thing is, is the app sales. So the app sales, I actually have gone through a couple of iterations with after I had revamped it and, and, and reinvested all the proceeds, uh, about a year into it with the new version, I was doing really good with sales. But then after the first year, I've, I had some people start contacting me saying, Hey, you should add this. You could, you need to fix this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, the money's gone. So then it got me thinking, I need to I need to create a way for it to be recurring. I need to have an app subscription. And lo and behold, about a year after I had had that thought, Apple came out and started pushing, "Hey, we have sub- this whole subscription suite where you can check, you know, your your subscribers, how long they stay subscribed for or over a long period of time or short period, who's unsubscribing, subscribing every day and so forth." And so that allowed us to get recurring monthly money to keep updating, improving, fixing the app without, you know, giving all our money away after we made it a year later. But the app on average with subscription sales, so we so we sell a subscription to the app and then we also sell it we st- I still I still sell it as a one-time purchase as well for the people who don't want the subscription with all the apps and the subscription depending on the month I can do anywhere from like eight to $10,000 a month. And that's with an app that I made years ago. So that's, that's the app revenue. And then, and then I took the same content and I turned it into digital downloadable flashcards. They're all automated. The sales process is all automated where when they buy, they get an email with a link to download it. And so pretty much when you asked earlier how much time I spend on doing this every, every day or every week or every month, I, I, I could probably work a couple hours a week and I would be fine. I mean, I've, I've flipped houses. Uh, that's a big thing that Kyle and I have in common uh, that, we've, that we've done a little bit together. And uh, I've, I've done lots of other things. The other uh, source of revenue is the flashcards. The flashcards, if I run sales on them every week, can usually do anywhere from $2,500 to $5,000 a month. So all that combined... 
you know, I was, I'm, I'm sitting usually around 10 to 13,000 a month. Does that change with the season at all? Yes. hundred percent. So our, our, our sales usually come between September and May because the majority of our audience who frequent the site are our teachers. And, and so they're working during the school year. And then in the summer, our revenue usually is like halved <laughs> because yeah, they're all off on spring break or on a uh, summer break. You have to kind of plan for that. Oh yeah. So is it just you that created this website or do you have people that work with you, employees, or does your wife also technically an employee with you or how's that work? Yeah. So she's not technically an employee, but she's, you know, part owner, part owner in the company. And yes, it's pretty much been her and I that have done most of it. We've paid a few people here and there to create content or we had, when we had to pick out all the pictures and all of that in the beginning for the app, uh, we hired somebody to help us kind of screen those so that we didn't waste as much time searching for them. We had other people search for them, bring them to us, and then we would kind of filter them out. But one last thing that I wanted to talk about too was was another, so recently in probably the last six months, I've also added on another new revenue stream, which has been great, which is a new, it's not new, they've been around actually pretty pretty much ever since I started my site, they've been around. But I implemented their, they contacted me back in March of 21, and they said, hey, we, we, we think this might be a good fit for you. And I said, okay. I was like, hey, I'm always open to trying things. And so I, um, I implemented their, their ad code. And so what they are is they're kind of an aggregator. And what they do is they put like little pop-up ads on the bottom of the screen. I'm sure you've seen them before if you've visited a website ever. They'll put little pop-ups from the top, from, you know, from the top down, from the bottom up, from, they'll put them on the side, they do them on mobile, all this kind of stuff. One Monday back in March, the end of March of 21, I implemented their ad code onto my site and put one ad on the bottom uh, that popped up on the bottom of the site, both on mobile and on, on the website or on the web. And in like the first month in April, I think I made like $600. I was like, okay, well, that's not. It's not terrible. It's it's way better than Google AdSense and running Google ads on my site. So I thought that was really awesome. And then the next month I did like eight hundred dollars. Wow, it's even better. And the next month I did twelve hundred dollars. And I was like, geez, this is great. And it turned out that it was over the summer too. And so that kind of helped supplement a little bit in the summer. Well, uh, having said all that, today we are recording this episode and I'm on track to do three thousand dollars this month alone. And it's been a hundred percent passive income with this ad company by just by putting their ad code on my site six months ago. Oh wow! And so that's been that's been kind of something that I'm moving a little bit more towards is is uh, using this this company and and building out more content because they're they're not based on clicks they're based on impressions and so they'll pay me a couple dollars for every thousand views and so since my site gets around 60 to 70,000 views a day, uh, page views a day, then that means I'll get so many ad impressions and then they pay me a couple dollars per thousand ad impressions. And so my new kind of like way I'm going, I'm still obviously going to be selling, you know, my apps, my, my content, or I mean my flashcards and all those things. But now it's pretty much, I'm getting paid as long as I'm getting traffic to my site, I'm getting paid, right? I'm making money on the traffic, the people who are coming, I'm making it off of people who are buying the apps, people who are buying the flashcards. And so, and that's kind of how I've wanted. So it's turned out to be really good. And so that's, that's where I'm kind of going with my new strategy is to build out more content to get more views. 
So if you had to do it again, and I know we've talked about this before a lot, actually, between me and you, is is what would you do differently? I mean, you talk, so this is kind of where I want to hone in on is this, you thought when you started that you wanted to do it because you had a degree in speech therapy. However, that is not your passion. And maybe that is why you struggled so much. To, that's maybe why it took, instead of a year, it took five years because you weren't passionate about it. And that's kind of why I understood from our discussions. What do you, can you expound on that? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I wanted to help people. That's why I became a speech pathologist. But I learned early on that a nine to five just wasn't for me. I just, I didn't enjoy it. Um, I did enjoy working with kids. Um, that was fun. It got a little frustrating sometimes because uh, I couldn't help them make the kind of progress I wanted to, but uh, it just comes with the job. But then, yeah, it came down more to I was only making like $40,000 a year, if that. And I didn't get paid over the summer because we we're off on break and we didn't have anything. And so as as my wife and I talked about starting a family, uh, having more kids and all this kind of things, you know, everything just gets more and more expensive. And so I was like this, you know, being, being a speech therapist in the schools, making thirty-five, dollars $40,000 a year, just isn't going to cut it. And, and so that's when I kind of started looking into this. I was like, Hey, if I could do something where I could still work my job, but then also be making, you know, extra money on the side. Hey, that, that sounds good to me. And then when the realization came that I could, I could have it be my full-time thing, stay at home, work from home, be at home, have my own home, have my own home office and do my own thing without anybody telling me what to do. That further just was like, okay, that, that was what I, uh, if you're familiar with the book, think and grow rich. Uh, it's a great book that I highly recommend to anybody who wants to change anything about their current life, because basically the premise of the book is whatever you think you will become. And so for years, all I could think about and all I could envision in the future was me working from home, being able to eat every meal if I wanted to with my family. And, you know, that may not be for everybody. I understand that. But for me, that's that's what I wanted. I wanted to be at home, be around my kids, you know, as they grew up, not be somebody who was gone 40 hours a week, you know, and only saw my kids at nights for an hour or something. And then a little bit on the weekends. That's That's just what I wanted. And so all I thought about all the time was that goal was I want to work from home. I want to be at my own home office, be able to create content, be able to schedule things, automate things, and then go do the things that I want to do. That was kind of what my motivation was there. Did that answer your question? I did, but I saw you made a very good point there about reading books. I think a lot of people don't understand the importance of that. I think in this world today, we're too, the world wants you to just watch TV and become more what's a word a slave a to, slave to what to they're their teaching. media mm-hmm. i mean if you watch a show it you watch a tv television program it's called a program for a reason they're programming you to listen to whatever they're whatever it's about right so the difference is you should be programming your own mind by reading daily not just when you think it's convenient so that book i've actually read that book too and i'm actually just restarting it because it's one of my favorites and you should be reading, if you go and study all of these major entrepreneurs, like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos. all of them, they read astronomical amount of books a year. And they yeah. all, even Warren Buffett, I know he reads, they all read a couple hours a year. Uh, not a year, a, a day. day. Yeah, they'll read like 60 books a year, right? If Sometimes 60 books a month. Or 60, yeah, that's right. So 
That is yeah. something everyone needs to understand the importance of. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you need to spend time researching it and reading as many books as you can. So I'm glad that he mentioned that because that's one thing that's is very changed my life is the importance of reading. Yeah. And, and case in point, there was a book that uh, this girl in one of my, I, I was in a part of a mastermind group at one point of people, you know, just entrepreneurs trying to build their biz- business out. And she mentioned this one book to me that was about email marketing because I, I, I understood the value of email marketing and I could talk about that all day long, but um, if you don't have an email list, get an email list, work on getting an email list. I'll just put that plug in there right now. But um, she, she told me to read this one book on email marketing and that book alone helped me to realize that I could, how I could leverage my email marketing strategy to sell more product because before I just thought, oh, you know, I sent an email out once and I, you know, I sold the product to some people and I guess everybody else just wasn't interested. But the problem is with that thinking is that people are different. People, people are ready to buy at different times. So they may not be ready today, but they may be ready two weeks from now or a month from now or six months from now. I have people on my email list who've been on there for five years and just bought something from me yesterday. And I've been sending them content for five years. Anyway, so I won't go into that. I won't delve into that too deeply, but the point is, is that she referred me or she recommended this book to me and this book was $10 in that book by reading and applying the strategies in that book has made me over, has made me hundreds of thousands. I'll say hundreds of thousands of dollars by just implementing the knowledge that was in that $10 book. Again, behold the power of reading. It's, it's one of the best things you can do because you are, what's the word? You are self educating yourself. And you can't in this world, basically what I'm saying is you always need to be learning. There's nothing, you will never know everything. So always be learning. That's very key in being an entrepreneur, especially as you get into what you want to do. I mean, he, Luke, how many hours did you spend reading and researching this before you even actually started? Yeah, I, I spent months. I spent months reading. They have, uh, so Solo Build, it has a, this whole, it's called the 10, 10 day action guide. And the day is, just depends on how long it takes, right? It's not a 24 hour day, but it's, you know, they have these 10 days. And so like day one might take you a week, day two might take you a month, or maybe it only takes you, you know, two full long 20 hour days. You know, I don't know. It just depends. But um, but yeah, I spent, I spent every night. So what I would do is I would go to work, I'd come home. And as soon as we had dinner, hung out as a family a little bit, I, my, my oldest child was only about one at the time. As soon as we'd put her to bed, I was down on the computer at like eight o'clock at night from eight to midnight. I was watching, watching the, the action guide videos, reading the articles you know, and it was like, there'd be one article that would have five articles linked out to it. So I'd be reading all of those. So yeah, so I spent, I spent months educating myself about how it's done and how it works and how the internet works with content creation anyway. And, and then, yeah, it was just continuing to do that uh, for, (laughs) I've been doing it ever since pretty much. I mean, there's, there's no, no end to the amount of information that's out there. Right. So that's, so what's the book you recommended that you just read? The one on email marketing. Yeah. Uh, it's called the invisible selling machine by Ryan Dice. 
Okay, on on top of that, he also recommended Think or Grow Rich. I would definitely start read that book just for yep. a mindset and to to help you um, get on the path you're wanting to go on. Let's recap here. He just told you about where we went, where he's been, how we got there. Um, it's a little bit of mistakes. We talked about how it wasn't really your passion, so it took you a lot longer to get where you wanted to go. Um, what other mistakes did you make? I think the probably the biggest mistakes I made was just not focusing on it because in the beginning, I, I was really focused on it for a number of months. Well, and, and life kind of happened too. Um, and the ADD kicking in. Well, the ADD kicked in, but but my, my dad at the time, a few months into me doing it, he started a new business and he was like, hey, I just started this online business and I know nothing about it. And I was like, well, I don't really either. I know a couple of things, but you know, I've been learning about it for the last you know five or six months. But I said, and he goes, well, come help me. I need your help. And so I ended up going up there and helping him. And uh, I say up there, I moved back to Salt Lake from Las Vegas. We were in Las Vegas at the time. So yeah, I mean, that would be, that would be my, probably my biggest downfall was just that I, I was kind of looking for anything to get out of my job. I hated my job and I, I was looking for anything to get, get out of it. And got so distracted. I just, yeah. I mean, to say the, to say the least probably. And so that, you know, that would be the advice there. And, and really my advice to, to it is just to get started. You know, oftentimes I think we kind of psych ourselves out or maybe you get overwhelmed because, because it's easy, easy to get overwhelmed in this day and age of information, right? There's just so much information out there. And, and that was certainly my case. And, and that's why uh, I did like solo build it for that reason was because they said, hey, you know, this is 10 steps, essentially 10 days, and then you just take it a day and a lesson at a time. And then, of course, you take notes and do whatever. But, but yeah, just realizing, realize you, realizing you can do it, I think that, that's probably the biggest takeaway from this episode that I would want people to have, and that is, is that no matter what it is, what you want to do, you can do it. I mean, I knew nothing about the internet, how to sell, how to create content, how to search engine optimize. I knew nothing about it. And, and I, you know, I work with some people who will tell me when I will talk to them and I'll tell them a little bit about what I've done and, and, and how I travel. I'm able to travel uh, with work a little bit and, and they're stuck there working, you know, Monday through Friday and I can leave. So I've taken my family to Paris. I've taken them to Costa Rica. I've gone to Switzerland, snowboarded in the Alps, all because I can leave in the middle of the week and get cheaper flights and, and I can do those things. And the reason why I can do that is because I own my own time. Like my website I've developed and everything, all my products I've developed all work without me working on them every day, all day long. I didn't know any of that before. And so I have these people who I work with who are like, oh, yeah, you know, there's just no jobs or there's no this or there's no that. And I just I couldn't do that. And I can, I'm like, hey, look, and I and I hate saying it because it's so cliche, but it's I'm kind of one of those people. I'm like, well, if I if I could learn how to do it, you can. And I've made mistakes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've done things. Uh, you know, I didn't have a very clear focus. That's another piece of advice I would give you. I didn't have a very clear focus when I started my site. It was just like. I need to make enough money to quit my job. And so when I put my content together, started getting traffic, I was just like, I'd try this thing, you know, I'd try and do ads for a couple of weeks and then that wasn't making enough. So then I tried something else and that wasn't, and then try something else and try something else. And really what it boils down to is, is creating value for whoever your audience is, right? Just as Kyle and I are doing with this podcast, our hope is to create value for you, kind of show you a little bit of our experience, you know, things that we've done, that hasn't been right, things that we've done that have been right, 
and give you whatever kind of nuggets, you know, that we can give you to, to be successful. But really the bottom line is, is you're going to fail and it's okay. Uh, that was something I, that's, that's some other advice I would give you is, um, failing's okay. We're, we're taught, I think growing up that failing is a bad thing and, and it's not. That's all they teach you in school. Yeah. Everything is like, oh, if you don't get an A, that's, that's failure. You know, it's like, no, it's not. And even if it is, guess what? Everybody's going to fail and it's okay. And what's, what's more important is, is what you do with that failure. If you allow a failure, so say you decide you want to start a website and you're going to go do this. If you go try and start it and then something happens where you quote unquote fail and you're unable to continue with it for some rhyme or reason, if you continue to let that keep you down and not try anything else, that's the real failure, right? Making, you know, having something come up where, where you can't pursue something because maybe you don't have enough money, maybe you, you don't think you know enough about it or whatever, uh, or, or something happens where, you know, you get shut down, whatever. If you look at that as a failure and you let that defeat you, that's, that's where the real failure lies. Right. As always, just never give up. If this is what you want to do. It's going to take some time and effort to get there. So just buckle up and get it done. Yeah. You got to stick with it. You got to learn to stick with it. All right. So if you ever want to learn more about what Luke's doing or what we're doing, you can go to our our website, com and go to the contact section and fill out a form and tell us a little what you, what you want us to do, if you want us to help you or anything. Also, we are looking to buy content-based websites. So if you know anyone that's struggling and just doesn't want to do it anymore, uh, let us know. Same thing. Go to our website, fill out our form, and we'll get back to you and see if it's something we'd be interested in purchasing. So, um, And let us know what your questions are too. So as Kyle said, we'll have a, we'll have a contact us form on the website. Uh, you'll just go down to the bottom of the, of the, of the site that, and you'll just look for contact us. And when you go to that page, it will, you can just fill out your name and put in your question or, or contact us for whatever you want to, to talk with us about. And also, we're also trying to improve this as we go on uh, as long. So please, even if you have some criticism or want to help us, we're always looking for ways to improve. So feel free to leave anything you'd like. Yeah. Leave, leave any comments you want. It's our mission to help open up entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial thoughts and ideas to as many people as we can to help them realize they can break away from their nine to five or that they can just make a little extra to achieve whatever dream it is they want to achieve. If you want the education and tools it takes to create a profitable web business, I highly recommend using Solo Build It and encourage you to visit solobuilditresults.com. While you're there, if you scroll down to the health and medical category, you'll find my website is typically within the top 10. See, before I started, I didn't know anything about how websites or online businesses worked. And now my site receives over 5,000 visitors a day, 365 days a year. Using Solo Build It, I was able to quit my full-time job and have been self-employed for over seven years now. If that sounds like something you'd be up for, visit solobuilditresults.com to learn more and get started. And that is all we've got for today. So we'll see you next week. Talk to you later. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found value in it, please share it with someone you know who is looking for ways to generate extra income. New episodes come out every Friday. If you want to know the second they are available, 
hit that subscribe button and leave us a review about how today's episode will increase your cash flow or get in touch with us on our website at doyoucashflow.com.